Having a streamlined procurement process and a clear procurement strategy is essential to ensure your organization is able to meet its business goals, ranging from profitability to sustainability and more. This is Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement or how to buy consulting services. You'll get tips on how to use consulting, buy consulting, and managing the consulting. Tips and tricks from the pros. Let's do this. This is Smart Consulting Sourcing. And now your host, Ellen Lafitte. Hello and welcome back to Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement. I am Hélène and today we'll be talking about the different types of consultancies. However, before that, let me give you a recap of last week's podcast. One of the first and most critical steps in project management is determining the project scope. It is even more critical when buying consulting services in the scope will be your basis for identifying the potential suppliers, negotiating the proposals, and steering your project. The main objective here is to provide a high-level overview of the problem and adjust a scope that is best suited to the purpose of the entire project. However, this week, I'll talk about the different types of consultancies. So, what is consultancy? The term consultancy is Latin. It's also known as consultare, which means to seek counsel from someone. The priest of the oracles of Delphi coined this word in ancient Greece. These priests were the advisors for the society at the time, highly sought after for their expertise in resolving a wide variety of ambiguous matters. Over the course of time, the term consultancy has become a synonym for consulting firms, primarily in British English. In modern parlance, consulting is a service that helps you discover a solution to a problem that requires specialist knowledge in a particular field. A consultant is an expert with specific expertise and experience in the process or subject you're interested in. How do we categorize consultancies? The services provided by consultants are known as capabilities. They frequently reflect the business functions that client companies should ideally perform to operate profitably. This component is critical in describing consultancy work. Most consultancies' corporate presentation will include at least this information. The consulting capabilities are organized into seven high-level categories similar to a process map. The difference in size and budgets of the connected client services and the associated value that may be produced determine the market size for such capabilities. I have discussed these seven high-level categories in my 50-second podcast. You can find the link in today's podcast transcript, which is at consultingquest.com under a podcast section. After this high-level capability, specialization is the most important criteria to define the type of a consultancy. What is specialization in consulting? As you're surely aware, the consulting industry began with a focus on industrial efficiency and subsequently had a period of expansion in strategy work. The capability dimension was the primary driver with the industry serving as a supporting role. Several consulting gurus like Bill Bain or Dominique Mars 
had advocated for servicing only one client per industry to minimize conflicts of interest. Companies, on the other hand, are becoming increasingly specialized. And for many clients, industry expertise is becoming a requirement, as well as a commercial and productivity lever for many businesses. Generalist, specialist, and niche players. What does that mean exactly? Generalist consultancies provide a wide range of services that generally cover the majority of the industry versus capabilities matrix. Oliver Wyman, for example, is a generalist consulting firm that works with clients from practically every industry on issues such as strategy, sales and marketing, operations, organization and finance. Mozer HR, a sibling firm in the MMC group, provide human capital consulting. Specialist consultancies specialize in a certain area of consulting. They concentrate their energies and abilities on a single capability or industry. For example, Camelot Management Consultants is a specialist consulting firm that solely works with four industries, chemicals, life science, consumer packaged goods, and industrial manufacturing. Consulting firm that specialize in a certain field as known as niche players. They are the places where metrics of services and sectors intersect. Contacts Partner is a Middle Eastern African niche consultancy concentrating on strategy in the energy vertical. Before moving out into other sectors, ZS Associates was primarily focused on sales and marketing in the pharmaceutical industry. Pure players and hybrids, another way to look at the market. Companies that simply and only provide consulting services are known as pure players. The majority of big consulting companies such as McKinsey, BCG, Bain & Company and Oliver Wyman are pure players. Hybrid enterprises, on top of their main business, provide advisory services. They may specialize in auditing, legal, accounting or systems. Deloitte, EY, PwC, which have audit and tax, are their principal business. Accenture or Huron Consulting, both of which provide systems, are some examples of well-known hybrid firms. Now that digital has become a must-have component of any business plan, most consulting firms are establishing digital ecosystem or incorporating digital capabilities. On this front, Accenture is particularly active. Similarly, former pure play IT companies are increasingly purchasing consulting businesses to boost their IT activity. EDS has pioneered this technique by acquiring AT Kearney in the 90s. However, the collaboration failed to deliver as per expectations, and AT Kearney executives agreed to a management buyout 10 years later. The string of purchases made by IBM in recent years is an excellent illustration of this phenomenon. Huron's acquisition of InnoSight is yet another good example. However, other elements, in addition to a company's specialized area, can assist you grasp what you may expect from it. But what are that other dimensions of consultancies? First, we have size and geographic footprint. A company's footprint is vital, just as it is in other sectors. It can affect consulting services capacity to comprehend local company practices. The consulting firm's original location can have an impact on the travel expenditure. Consister a six-month commuting crew from Germany to Singapore. In most cases, size and footprint are closely related. Individuals in the consulting industry. Individuals matter in the consulting industry. Consequently, ambitious firms scale and keep setting up offices in other locations. The second dimension is the ownership 
structure. The majority of consulting organizations like law firms are organized as partnerships. The business is built on a small number of equity partners who act as rainmakers, bringing in customers and projects. However, as they mature and are frequently purchased, an increasing number of consulting businesses become public, are acquired by bigger traditional organizations, or are developed into a consulting division by other service companies. The administration of a firm is often comparable to that of a partnership. The pressure on outcomes and revenue expectation, on the other hand, is different. Companies like Accenture, Oliver Wyman, owned by MMC, FTI Consulting, and Huron Consulting Fund fall within this area. Next, we have the profile of partners. When you look at the profile of the partners, you can see if they are varied, a varied entrepreneurial, technical, or clone army. It will also enable you to swiftly determine if the consulting organization is claiming experience without demonstrating it. With today's technology, you may know quickly access particularly any consulting partner's web information. You should be able to find the profile on both the corporate website and LinkedIn. If you request a proposal, you will almost certainly have included a third version of their resume that highlights their relevant experience. Now we have the delivery model as our first dimension. The primary success indicators for a project are tied to how delivery models are seen. Hard or soft aspects might be linked to those essential success variables. Use advisors with a high sensitivity to soft factors to roll out your freshly produced strategy and gain buying. To design this plan in a fact-based approach, you may wish to hire experts who are more focused on the hard aspects. Finding advisors who can work on both aspects is rather tough. What you wish to achieve and how consultants typically function must be compatible. Some consulting businesses are better suited to detecting problems or developing strategies. Others will be highly useful throughout the execution phase. There are n number of roles that consultants play to enable smooth day-to-day running of a business. Different departments may have different consulting requirements. Consultants are hired when the client lacks specific expertise required to solve a complex business problem. In order to know what their capabilities are, what value they can provide for your consulting project, you need to look into various dimensions of the firm, like size and geographic footprints of the firm, ownership, structure, part of profile, and delivery model. Now you have a better understanding of the types of consultants based on their respective skill sets and their areas of specialization. You also know about the partner's background and where they are located in the world. As a result, you begin to have a clear concept of what they might accomplish for you or at the very least, what initiative they can contribute value to. And that's a prerequisite to better buy consulting services. And that marked the end of a podcast, folks. Next week, I want to discuss the differences between direct and indirect procurement. So stay tuned. Till then, stay safe and happy sourcing. And if you have other questions about the types of consultancies, remember you can contact me directly on LinkedIn or by email because I'm always game for a chat. Bye and see you next week. Au revoir. You've been listening to Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement and how to buy consulting services, pro tips on how to use consulting, buy consulting, and manage it. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we hope you've gotten some useful and practical information. 
We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at consultingquest.com. Check out the blog at consulting.wiki and find the ebook Smart Consulting Sourcing, a step-by-step guide to getting the best ROI from your consulting. Available on Amazon and other online sellers. Find us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. For questions and comments, send an email to ellen.lafitte at consultingquest.com. See you next time.